Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm back in the studio with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins' team. So good to be here back oh, in the studio, yeah. Dave and Jess. This, Jess, yep. I'm just keen to catch up, you know? Yeah. Away from the prying eyes of all those losers, mm. I mean, listeners. <laughs> it is. It's, it's just the three of us again. Just the three of us. How do we us. know when our jokes are bombing? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing. We can live in blissful ignorance again. Because most of mine, they felt like they did. They felt like they did. I felt like I've been killing this whole episode. It was a very smiley crowd. Yeah. I mean, you, they didn't necessarily always come across, but <laughs> geez, they smiled so hard. Oh, they did. And those quiet moments, they were grinning yeah. big time. They were quiet laughing yeah. is what they were doing. I felt like the um, our text could have turned up the smile level. Yeah, the audience. Yeah, that's blame the text. That I was think. them, not us. Yeah, that's definitely them. So if you if you listened to the episode and thought, well, the audience didn't like that. No, they did. Did you have a favorite of the live episodes? I thought favorite audience member. Ah, oh, let's go through and name them and rank them. <laughs> okay, Kieran. I... No, I'm not. Because sure. I was really mean to Kieran, and I I hope he knows I was kidding. I had to rush off immediately after that Wait, show. You were kidding. And I didn't he get a chance about to apologize. Yeah, well, I didn't have to point him out in front of everybody. But I know Kieran, and I reckon he was like, nah, she's all right. I, I think my favourite was maybe your Coke episode, Dave, maybe. I can't remember them all that sure. well. But I, that fe- that re- I recall that being fun. Thank and the time. Saints won that day. I right, think. that's what you oh, recall. F- yeah, Let's there be we honest, go. that's what you recall. <laughs> I um, enjoyed Jess's Bindi Irwin rant on your Steve Irwin episode. I enjoyed that, that too. Yes, that was that was probably a That felt life. cathartic. I enjoyed that honest, as yeah. well. I enjoyed becoming one with the crowd. Yeah, the, uh, the first one where you joined, then that was episode fun. Episode about 
the Cray, Cray twins. twins. Yeah. Now we mentioned all these what a, moments. What a great time to reminisce. Now we're re- reminiscing because all you people that somehow don't like live episodes and uh, decided to stick with just studio episodes, we'll talk about how good those live apps were. So you go back and check them out. Oh, oh smart, smart, smart. Man, smart. I'm the marketing legend. I'm crazy. <laughs> Crazy twin. So we're back. We're, we're back. back. And uh, so last week, if you did listen to the Loch Ness episode, Jess was supposed to report, but got ill. Oh. So I jumped in and I did that. So that means, Jess, it's actually your turn. Yep. I, it's, I'm report. taking back the reins. I was, I'm pretty happy about it. I don't have to do anything. I was very, very sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I was going to die, to be honest. I was sitting at my desk and I was like, my head was in my hands. And I was like, I can't move. And then Dave came to my rescue and was like, JP. Mate, I got this, and you did the report, and I went and had a nap, and Matt set up for the live show, and I turned up at the last minute. So I, I still obviously did a great job. But I, I did also say to you that one day, mm. and this day may never come, I may come to you with a favour. <laughs> You're going to give her a favour? You're going to do a favour? Oh, no. Hopefully this day never comes, and I might... Do you another favour one day? <laughs> I'm the reverse godfather. I already did you a favour, and one day I'm going to give you a second favour, <laughs> and you're going to live on the edge. Because <laughs> oh, I'm no. a nice guy. <laughs> Kindness could when be coming any minute now. Oh, no, it's very overwhelming. <laughs> See that free milk in the fridge? That was me. Goodbye. <laughs> Straight out the door. Noticed you needed toilet paper. Went and bought you some. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that is not kind. That is weird. <laughs> that is I've noticed your toilet paper's down. And I've been noticing that you're using a lot more than usual. Is everything okay? <laughs> what are you eating? Mm. Are you getting enough fibre or too much? Let's go through a meal Not plan. Not enjoying this direction. Um, interesting, interesting. Okay, sorry. We, we've been rambling enough. Shall we uh, Shall we get into the report then? I guess we shall. So, so if you have graced us with your listening ears for the first ever time, the show where we uh, is where we report on a topic. Jess's turn, as I said, and we get on to that topic with a question. Matt and I don't know what the topic's going to be, so it could be anything. Can I also point out that Traditionally, over the last sort of, I'd say, six months, I have not been writing questions until I get into the studio and I go, fuck. Because Dave goes, we always start with a question and I go, fuck. I haven't got a question. This time, I have written a question. Oh, shit. This. I'm impressed. I am. This is growing up. I am a grown up. Yeah. I did it. I did it. I mean, I can't pay rent, but I wrote a question. I think in a lot of ways, this is true adulthood. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for acknowledging that. So my question to you is... <laughs> Great. She's already laughing. <laughs> Who is the most misunderstood pirate of the 17th century? Oh, no. Oh. I didn't say it was a good question. <laughs> I was going to say, Jess, really, you built it up a lot. And then that was the question. I never said it was a good question. I mean, mis- the only ones I know are the ones with colours in their name. Are they any of them real? Bluebeard, Blackbeard... Blue, uh, is Bluebeard blue a thing? No. Um, yeah, Bluebeard. That's from that. Um, Redhead. <laughs> Redbeard. That's, that's matches. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the most misunderstood pirate. I think the most misunderstood pirate could be, well, someone who's not actually a pirate. Uh, Correct. Oh. Well, uh, people what argue. What about Christian that Fletcher? No. From the Mutiny on the Bounty. Was uh, it, was that... I haven't done a spin-off episode of one of yours, funnily enough. Um, to be fair, I hadn't heard of this this person. Jonathan Depp. No, it's not Jonathan Depp. Okay. Nor is it Orlando Bloom. And there's Ooh. no colour in their name? No colour in the name. No. Does, oh. Do they have beard in their name? Because no. that family of beards, they were a lot of them became pirates. I think no. the beard family were big into it. <laughs> you grow up with you get a you Yep. <laughs> Where was the joke going there, Dave? It was going straight to midnight. 
Okay. Is that good? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, what if Midnight I... is the best. Um, All right, live show right now, silence. The crowd is smiling right now. No, I'm, st- no I'm standing up and I'm about to go on some... I'm going to try and win them back with a bit of hand action, you oh. know? What? Yes, I'm going to give them a hand job. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go a little bit crazy, form some sort of... La- da- 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 da, put on a little show. Suddenly they think that the, it's not about comedy anymore. It's now about dance. <laughs> Dave, take... Future Dave, tree time. Take the Yeah, yeah. Crash the car. Veer, veer violently. <laughs> off the well, I'll give myself a soundtrack to crash to. That's haunting. Start spreading the news. I'm already dead. Dave's dead today. Now, let me... <laughs> so, the most misunderstood pirate. Oh, this is still, yeah. Mis- okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll I, just... Would Dave have any chance of knowing? I nah, don't think, I don't think do. so. Well, I hadn't heard of this, and then I started reading, and I was like, this is a pretty cool story. So, and so. 17th century, I mean, I know you're... Really across. That is the golden age of piracy, I will which tell is, you. Which is what years, Matt? That is the 1600 <laughs> to 1699. Correct. 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 Oh, I tried to fuck it up. Well, it might be to 17. Anyway, but I I had to look it up just to be sure because I'm always confused as well and I know you are too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. 21st century Fox. And that's from now. This is the 2000s. Okay. So you go one back. Right, but unless what's twenty first century Fox? That's the company, isn't it? It's twentieth century Fox. <laughs> well, it was in the twentieth century, and now it's twenty first century Fox. This guy, I don't think I'm they. So re- so, I don't think they rebranded. I'm so sorry, Dave. Just do your homework or fuck <laughs> just, off. Just oh, shut. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Great. That's embarrassing. Okay. Well, I how about I uh, how about I ask you then if you've ever heard of Captain William Kidd. Billy the Kid. <laughs> it's not Billy the Kid. Willie the Kid. Willie the Kid. Oh, Willie the Kid. Also, I just wanted, like, I I started to read, I was like, this is an interesting story, and then realized I would get to say Captain Kid a lot, and Captain I enjoyed kid. that. I think I've heard of Captain Kid. Captain Kid? I also just like to imagine, like, a tiny little, like, a toddler in a in a big captain's hat, and he's like, fire the cannons <laughs> after nap time. That's where the confusion came from. Where is my blankie? Because <laughs> he needs a little blankie for his nap. Captain, because he's a kid captain. He's a kid, but he's a captain of the is, ship. Is he any, re- kid. any relation to the Milky Bar kid? Yes. Oh, because the milk's on you, dick, but the Milky Bars are on me. Which now is a very strange phrase to yell at The milk's adult. on you, dick. Oh, dear. Do you remember that? No, don't at all. Do you remember the ads? Milky Bar I remember kid. the yeah, Milky yeah. Bars are on me. That's I can't you remember go. that. You'd like, take out. It's that, th- it, that's just it. it's that thieving dick again. <laughs> Then he'd take him out and go, the milk's, he'd get milk on him somehow. I the milk's on you, dick. dick is this during our childhood? Oh, yeah, this is 90s. Tweet in. I reckon it's, it was big in the US as well. Tweet in if you remember this ad to make me look less insane than I already but do. But, like, why would they use the name Dick of all names you could yeah. choose? A little bit of comedy. But that's inappropriate. You think that thieving dick is inappropriate? I think milk's on you, dick. <laughs> milk's on you, dick. I don't recall that at all. The milky is it, bars. Is it the milk's on your dick? No. Are you sure? Roll back the tape. <laughs> I will check. <laughs> the milk's on your dick. That's weird. That is weird, Dave. Anyway, we're taking a really long time to get into the report today. Captain Kidd, I'm ready. Sorry, guys. We're used to, it's kind of like we, we, we reined in for the live episodes and now we've just gone too loose. All right, let's try and focus here, boys, okay? I won't. I refuse. All right. Well, I tried. Um, so this, oh, I should also mention this was su- suggested, suggested. This was suggested by Warren at Warhen Studios on Twitter. 
Warhens. I think it's actually uh, 21st Century Warhen Studios. <laughs> change their name. Is that correct? Warhen. Tweet in. I think it might be. So Warren. Warren. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Warren. Yeah, no, thank you. Great suggestion. Uh, well, we'll soon find out, won't yeah, we? I'm just excited. Say. What made you pick this one? Just because you weren't familiar with the name, you thought you'd go with it. Well, the way that he had written it was uh, Captain William Kidd, and then in brackets, unlucky pirate. Oh, that. See, if you're thinking about trying to get a hat, uh, topic picked from the hat, you've got to start selling it. You've really <laughs> got to start selling it. Warren has Sub-trailer. done the hard work. Hard words there. Hard work hard and the hard yeah. words. He's put the hard word and on us. And then I did a little bit of a Google and I was like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, that's good. Oh. And so, and now here we are. He's just a really bad gambler. Yeah, he's just unlucky. He just keeps stepping on uh, on those little... Black cats? Yeah. <laughs> keeps stepping on them. <laughs> killed another one. <laughs> this is terrible. Not again. So, yeah, he just keeps stepping on and killing black cats. He's stomping <laughs> cats to death. Realistically... <laughs> The black cats are the unlucky ones. Aren't they? Saying. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, oh, so... I've got to dispose of another cat body. <laughs> <laughs> Woe is me. Cat cadaver. Okay, so William Kidd was born in Dundee in Scotland uh, on the 22nd of January, 1654. Oh, the 17th century. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I get days. You get it. His father was Captain John Kidd, but spelt K-Y-D. Um, he was uh, he was lost at sea during a voyage, so his dad's lost at sea. Now apparently, but he was also a captain. He was also a captain. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the kid wasn't born a captain, was he? It was just William Kid K I double D at this time. Um, oh, okay, I'm interested to know why he changed his name. Will that come up? Oh, Maybe just well, they weren't related. Yeah, Maybe it was just coincidental that his dad that also he... was called Kid. Maybe it was pronounced differently. Kide. Mm. Mm, that sounds Scottish. That, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Um, a lo- um, bu- 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 Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I. Oh, I, oh, I. Um, now, apparently a local society supported the kid family financially after the death of the father. I don't know what they mean by a local society, but I'm guessing like the community sort of helped support ba- them. Like I remember at the start of the um, Burke and Wills thing, it was the, uh, was the scientist. There was like a group. That I think right. maybe that's what it was. Like the what was it? It was like the Scientific Society of right. Victoria or something. Yeah. So it might be some, some sort, sort of, of an organisation yeah. thing. Because the, the tricky part about this is because it's so far back. Obviously, a lot of these like we don't have a lot of information about his early life, and there are some sort of disputed facts throughout the whole thing. But um, yeah, apparently a local society supported them. Now his origins. Uh, so he listed his origins as uh, Greenock. But they um, these origins have been dismissed by David Dobson, who was a like somebody who's right researching this. He found neither the name Kid with K I double D or K Y D were listed anywhere in the baptismal records. So right. he's like, well, I mean, you can't you can't have been from there. <laughs> yeah, unless he was a heathen, mm. Mm. heathen child. A uh, the great, worst the worst of Nick all Cave song. Mm. I was gonna say it's a good band name, but Nick Cave. Got there with a song. Good on you, Nick Cave. Or Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Not to be confused with. Not the same. Um, So, William Kidd later settled in the newly anglicised New York City. Are you you familiar with New York City? Oh. Yes. Yes, you've heard of it? Very good. So, pretty young you moved there. Um, I think, like, uh, it doesn't say when, but I would say, oh, it's sort of, I would say in his 20s. Sweet. New York City. David Letterman. Mm-hmm. 30 Rock, mm-hmm. uh, the the Knicks, yep. Patrick Ewing, yep. 
Uh, the the Babe Ruth mm-hmm. the with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fifty fourth Street. Cool. Thirty ninth Street. Yep. Sixty eighth. Here street. we go. Strap in, everyone. <laughs> Forty two Street. <laughs> On the corner of Western the miracle 42. on the, on the mile. <laughs> the miracle on the Nile. river that the mustache man landed on. The river on the... The Hudson? Hudson. Oh, mustache man. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, Burger. What's his name? What? Sully. Sully Burger. Where's Delicious. the burger come from? Uh, his name was Sully Burger. Sullen Burger. Oh. Which it sounds that's the worst description of a burger ever. I'll have a sullen burger, please. Oh, uh, that's all I think that's all I got on New York City. Louis C.K. There we go, he's back. Comedy seller, uh huh. Uh, Chris Rock, yep, was there once. What's Maybe it? it's from What's it? there. A big thing that's in there, like in the middle Statue of Statue of Liberty. Yep, uh, the Maybe Ground Zero. S- Maybe somewhere you could go for a run. The uh, Outside. Central Park. There we go. Central Perk. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is good stuff. Monica. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Ross. Jack? You went straight to Jack. Is Jack? There'd be a Jack. Rachel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the blonde guy from the coffee shop. Kramer. Kramer. Oh, Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to be here all day. There's a lot of stuff in New York. Oh, I reckon there's the heaps, to be honest, yeah. yeah. And you know one thing that's from there? This kid. Yeah. <gasps> Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that ties in really nicely to all the stuff I was just saying. <laughs> so William Kidd, he, uh, he moved over to New York City and he befriended many prominent colonial citizens, including three governors. Three? How many governors does the state of New York have? More than three, apparently. Because if it was only three, it probably would have said all three governors. He met all three governors. <laughs> he met three of four governors. <laughs> The fourth one had a very busy schedule. And likes to stay inside. Was a bit of a germaphobe. You wouldn't make any time for me. <laughs> now, um, there's some publicised information that suggests that he was a seaman's apprentice. Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's shit. He's not good at the job yet. he doesn't yet. get paid much yet. Um, on a pirate ship. Sounds like the milk's on his dick. Um, by 1689... Kim... Well, so he's an apprentice on a pirate ship. Well, he's like a, an apprentice on a... Yeah, well, that's what some people say, but others... But how is this he a misunderstood pirate? That's the path that any pirate needs <laughs> no, to take. No, no. They become an apprentice, and then they become a pirate. You do Am pirate TAFE. Exactly. You... you do four hours of educational classes a week. They show you how to draw a cutlass and go... Arr. And then, two years later, qualified plumber. Qualified... Plumber. <laughs> It's amazing. Every pirate ship needs a plumber. <laughs> You're not wrong. It gets backed up back there. I better bloody do- Hey, where did they go to the... T- I don't want to know. Anyway... Um- On the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> In a cannon. <laughs> On the poop deck. <laughs> Fire the poop! <laughs> He's shat into a cannon. Shat into a cannon. It's not bad. Like, if you really want to fuck up your enemies. Oh, poop-covered I mean- cannonball. Be the worst. <laughs> but how do you get even coverage? You got to rotate the cannonballs every now and then. That was it. was one of the worst yeah. jobs. What do you that? think the apprentices are doing on the ship? <laughs> Rotating the cannonballs while the captain's got his pants down his knee. He said job. A job means poo as well. So that worked. The wee job. Your job is to do a. Jo- and you're Scottish, you're Scottish. I know. That's why I did it in a Scottish accent. 
sense. And now it makes sense because I've definitely heard Billy Connolly talk about a wee jobby. Wee jobby and, and a now, shoe. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The sucker. That's right. It's a very funny story. God, he's a funny man. Anyway. Bovril. He keeps yeah. talking about Bovril yeah. and, a, and a wee jobby and a mm. shoe. Anyway. So, by 1689, Kidd was a member of the French-English pirate crew sailing the Caribbean during a voyage of which Kidd and other crew members mutinied, ousting the captain and sailing to the British colony of Nevis. I won't handle your shit balls anymore. <laughs> shit balls. Uh, now, so, so they got rid of him on the island of... Nevis. Do you know where Nevis is? Yes, and Kitts and Nevis is now a West Indian country. Correct. I had a feeling you would, but I had it written down anyway. But I was like, geography boy's going to know. Um, Caribbean so, or Caribbean? I would oh, say Caribbean. I say Caribbean, but I have a lot of respect for anyone who says Caribbean because it sounds so much cooler. It's so much cooler. Caribbean. But we are just not cool. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure which is the right way. Well, I think it probably depends on your accent. I don't think we're saying it a wrong way. We're just saying right. it differently. Different doesn't mean wrong. Oh. In I my mean, books, it does. Sometimes when it, it is. <laughs> when one thing is definitely right, then the other way is wrong. But I don't know if that isn't the case in this case. Can I go on? Do yeah. you say Caribbean, Matt? <laughs> I'm not sure. I asked that. I'm like, I'm not sure. You've which never way. said it out loud before. Yeah. Avoided well, it. I think Pirates Have of the... Have a go. What do, they, what do they say in Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know if anybody says... They say says... Caribbean. I reckon I thought it was Caribbean until Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, because they don't start the movie by saying, Welcome to the sixth installment of Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't but think people anybody in there says Caribbean. Like, yeah, I don't think... I've never heard people say Pirates of the Caribbean, though. Yeah. But if you hear... Anyway, this is... The worst derailing of a show that I've ever been involved in. And I've That's... been involved in them all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually true. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're the only one who has, aren't you? Yes. I believe so. Good for you. Or unless you listen to Mesa, who says that the only actual episodes are ones with him on it. Oh, true. We're only up to four episodes. Okay. Anyway, you've still been on all of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Oh, do go on. <laughs> Right, so um, when they were, uh, they'd parked the ship in, in Nevis. <laughs> wow, you did a lot of research on this. Matt's backing it up. <laughs> How am I doing back there, boys? <laughs> He's reverse parallel parking a ship. Yeah. How much room I got? Did you pull the little doot doot. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got to let people That's know. That's a success toot. <laughs> What's a failure toot? Toot, toot, toot. <laughs> the third doot, one. Doot, <laughs> You pull three times. So they've parked the ship. They've parked the ship in Nevis. They renamed the ship uh, Blessed William, and Kidd became captain, either as a result of election by the ship's crew or by appointment of Christopher Cordington, who was governor of the island of Nevis at the time. In any case, Captain Kidd, who was an experienced leader and sailor by that time, took the Blessed William, or Blessed William, Blessed. And it's I true. reckon Blessed feels, blessed feels, feels right. right. <laughs> blessed William. Blessed Caribbean. <laughs> and its crew and became part of Cordington's small fleet that was assembled to defend Nevis from the French with whom the English were at war. Um, the governor did not pay the sailors for their defensive services, telling them instead to take their pay from the French. It's like, go looting, boys. Oh. Take your pay. We're not going to pay you, but go steal some stuff. Correct. So we could have done that anyway. Yeah. You yeah. didn't have to just work yeah. all this time for you to tell us that. That's a good point. Can we have a salary as well? Yeah. Whatever we get a bit of a bonus. Yeah. Can we work on a base salary and commission? Yeah. yeah that would be good. That would make more sense. You know, i got I got mouths to feed, i.e. mine. Um, 
Kidd and his men then attacked the French island of Marie Galante, um, destroying its only town and looting the area and gathering for themselves something around a £2,000 sterling. It's all right. I'm getting paid. But that's in 1600. £2,000 sterling. So they've gotten paid a lot. I, if I did some looting and walked out with £2,000 sterling... Australian dollars conversion rate. Let's just say four grand Australian, right? Just for yeah, just for that. I'd be pretty freaking stoked. And it's not sixteen eighty nine. It isn't. It isn't at the moment, oh. no. So oh, okay. if that money back then must have been a lot. Was my point? I there. reckon it's millions. Do you reckon? Yeah, it's a lot. That sounds like a lot of money. That's heaps. But, but I don't know how many the crew is. It's probably going to share it between forty people. But oh, that was an each. No. But even millions split by the crew, that's still pretty good. Oh, I'd still Assu- pay that. <laughs> Assuming that our assumption that it's worth millions now is... <laughs> what was that little laugh you did? Like, I, was just I don't recall it at all. Assuming... Oh, dear. Oh, how oh, uh, cheeky. Well, I, I entirely don't remember that, which is concerning, because it was seconds ago. Came oh. out of your mouth, Matt. Oh, no. It was one of those laughs. Like, I mean, I'm going to say something. I'm the worst. (laughs) A bit scandalous here. And I didn't, did I? You didn't at all. No, it was quite a reasonable point to make. I might have had a little stroke. (laughs) You are at that age. Just a little one. Um, What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Except strokes. Medically inaccurate. (laughs) (laughs) So later, during the War of the Grand Alliance, also known as the Nine-Year War, guess how long that lasted for? Probably. They're not always. No, they're, they're definitely not, not. It wasn't nine. I would. I'd still guess nine because anything else would be a real roll with the dice. Are you gonna look? Do you know? No, oh, I've got it. It's nine years. It was actually nine. You were getting your laptop open to check because you didn't believe that I would have. Like, why would I ask a question if I didn't have the answer? Jess, we've already established you're terrible at asking questions. That's a very good point. Uh, I'm not a good communicator. But it was nine years. Nine years. I like when they accurately name it. Me too. It makes way it's more like sense It's like 90 to mile me. beach isn't 90 miles, is it? Yeah, why? And the why 12 apostles, they're not 12. They're down to five, I think. Yeah. Anyway. No good. No good at all. That's a, that's a, a, um, a, some, a rock formation in Victoria. Not yeah. The, I think there are zero 12 apostles. Yeah, they're definitely the, all the long Bible. dead. All, if anyone's been confused. Someone's like, hang on a second. I is just, Peter alive? <laughs> not in my world. They're all alive in my heart. Oh, boy. Um, anywho, so later, during the Nine-Year War, um, they were sent out uh, from the provinces of New York and Massachusetts Bay. Um, Kidd captured an enemy privateer off of the New England coast. Now, a privateer was, uh, this is how, they, um, how it's explained, is a private person or ship that engaged in maritime warfare under a commission of war. I've got more about that later Person as well. Person or ship. Yeah, you can What be... a broad title. Yeah. All right, privateer reporting for duty. Are you a person or a ship? Please fill out this form. Depending on which one you are, it will depend on what uniform we give you. <laughs> Do you need a new lick you, of paint? You need an extra, extra large. <laughs> um, he was awarded £150 for successful privateering in the... Caribbean. So that's when he stole someone else's ship. Yeah, so they basically just go around stealing each other's boats. It's really cool. <laughs> I'll talk about it a little bit more later as well. And like, there's there's like documentation they need to. It's so fun. Anyway, why um, would anyone think this man is a pirate? I don't know. Um, one year later, Captain Robert Culliford, who was a notorious pirate, stole Kid's ship while he was ashore um, at Antigua. Ah. Oh. 
He was ashore, just enjoying, I don't know, some beach. Some mark, he's buying some things at the market. What about the pirate's code? You don't steal another pirate's ship. Yeah, but he's not, but Kid isn't technically a pirate. By the way, there is no pirate's code. They're fucking pirates. Oh, yeah, (laughs) no, I get the joke there. I felt like there'd be a pirate's code. Yeah. Well, isn't there... Parlay. (laughs) Isn't the thing they say there is honour amongst thieves? Yeah, Dave. There is no honour amongst thieves. No honour amongst thieves, right. (laughs) Well, that's the opposite. (laughs) I've definitely misunderstood that. That has definitely cleared that up then. Um, Now, in May of 1691, Kidd married Sarah Bradley Cox Oort. Double O-R-T. Kid Cox. Cox Kids. What? Yep. Um, I was just hyphenating. Oh, okay. Give me another name. She was an English woman in her early 20s who had already been twice widowed and was one... Fuck was one hell. of the wealthiest women in New York, largely because of her inheritance from her first husband. Oh, she yeah. killed. She's widowed twice in her early 20s. Yeah, Is she marrying I'm... like 80-year-old oil tycoons or something? <laughs> I reckon she's got a pies and puss. <laughs> <laughs> the best part for me was the regret face. It was like, oh, you make that same face after you poisoned engage. Yeah. Is, like oh, is that okay? It's like, a, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's, um, I knew it was either funny or awful or both. Well, sometimes they can be both. Yeah. I'm in the both camp. No, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, he's he's married now and to the so poison puss. To the, he's married to the poison puss. The PP, let's call her. No, I would really rather not. She's a person. Let's just call her Sarah. How about uh, that? All right, PPP, person with the poison puss. <laughs> Happy? I think that's a nice compromise. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Triple P's married our man, Captain Kidd. I don't know about that. Um, okay, yes, that, that happened, right? And uh, so that was just a little side note. You got married. Anyway, in 1695, so that was a, a couple of years later, he got married in 91, so were, um, a few years later in 95. He's really hanging on. What do you mean? Well, obviously they haven't, oh, you know, consummated, consummated uh, the marriage. Because he's still alive. he's still alive. And she's like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, why would he? <laughs> nah, <laughs> not going there. He might have oh, the, no. the dick antidote. <laughs> <laughs> I finally met my match. <laughs> And that's why they call him Captain Kidd. He was the first superhero. <laughs> They're nothing to do with his shipping. Um, so, 95, William III of England um, appointed Richard Coote, who was the first Earl of Bellamont, as the governor in place of the corrupt Benjamin Fletcher, who was known for accepting bribes to allow illegal trading of pirate loot. So many fun words in this. Loot is so fun. Loot's a lot of fun. And also some great names. So, Richard Coote said no to loot. That's... Is that how you remember it? One of those things to remember him forever? Yes. So when you're doing the exam on this, Richard Coote said no to loot. Bang. A. Lock it in. Lock it in. Um, <laughs> the question was, who said no to loot? And you're like, <laughs> I think I know this. <laughs> Meanwhile, in New York City, Kid was uh, active in building of the Trinity Church in New York. Quite a famous church. It's located near the intersection of Wall Street and Broadway. And it was one of the few things that Matt, that Matt didn't mention was Trinity Church. Yeah, Matt. I was look. If you'd let me finish my list, we just couldn't let you go on. That I mean, the show is not all about lists. No, Jack was much more important. Jack and Rachel. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> so that was. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, that was when uh, Richard Coote was appointed, and then in December of that same year, in, in ninety five, Belmont was governing New York. 
Um, and he asked the trusty and well-beloved Captain Kidd to attack Thomas Chu, John Island, Thomas Wake, William Mays, and all others who associated themselves with pirates along with any enemy French ships. So he's like, you go out, get these these boys. Why are you going to take on a lot of people? And, the, and, and some French. If you see any French or any of these guys, get them. That was his mission, if he chose to accept it. Did he? Yes. He because chose. Because it would have been viewed as disloyalty to the crown to turn down this request, which would have had like a quite a negative social stigma, and it made it, so that kind of made it difficult for him to say no. So he was like, yeah, no probs. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Wow, I'd love to kill John Island. Yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> So, Which, for- confusingly enough, is also the name of an island in the Caribbean. So, <laughs> John Island. Which one do you want me to take out? That's confusing. Um, four-fifths of the cost for the venture was paid for by noble lords who were among the most powerful men in England. They have some great names as well. We've got the Earl of Orford, the Baron of Romney, oh. the Duke of Shrewsbury. <laughs> These sound made up, and they sound And great. Sir John Summers. Oh, oh John. Oh, I'm so sorry, so John. So sorry. You didn't get an earl or a baron or a duke. You're just a sir, you fucking idiot. Uh, is sir higher than those or nah. lower? Different. Different. Just different. There's no wrong answers here. There's no wrong to, titles. It's not all about ranking, you know? Sometimes people just want to be friends. With a funny name at the start of their name. Yeah, preferably. But earl is pre- it's the coolest sounding, but I don't think it's as... Is it? Oh, I have no idea. I think there is a ranking, like, in the the king or queen. Yeah. Like, I think they hand out those titles, don't they? And I think there is a ranking. Oh, definitely a ranking. I just don't know. Oh, yeah. I Baron's, like, pretty... That's basic bitch, I think. Like. I remember re- learning about this one, uh, Where in Time is Carmen Diego, And uh, now I can't for the life of me remember the order. But I thank my... I thank God for that game every day. I learned so much. Are they making a movie or something about that? God, I wish. I hope. I th- I, re- I reckon I, I read hope. something about it recently. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego being made into something? Excellent. I Maybe a new game. Eva Longoria plays her. Or Sofia Vergara. Or Jess Perkins. <laughs> I was going to say, you could do it. Thank you. Do you, really, do you really believe that? Yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. Seriously? Totally. She was probably, looking back, she was probably a 20-something woman. Carmen. I'm that. I'm that. I know. You are. I'm 20-something. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought you could be that. I think you're a lot more 20-something than even Longoring or... The, um, yep. Sophie and also, Vigar. you're... Sophie Vigar. Yeah, you could easily get lost in the world. Your geography is terrible. It's so bad. So you'd be great. I'd be great at it. At being lost. Yeah. Having, having to be found. Yeah, but she's... No, she's being, like, hunted, not... Rescued, <laughs> like, yeah, she's a baddie. Anyway, c- guys, focus. So, um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <coughs> no, so we had we had the Baron and the Sir and the John. So they've all put it. They've all put it. <laughs> the, the Sir and the John, two different guys. <laughs> um, thank all... you, Sir, and thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Earl, Baron, <laughs> Sir, John. John's like, fuck off. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I was a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so all of these people have put in money to uh, to get this venture out, out to sea. <laughs> you did say four fifths. What happened to the fifth? I, can fifth? I get to it? Four fifths—the amount that you have to pay for dirty elves' clothing, tipsy elves, <laughs> tipsy elves. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. I got a little quirky nickname for them. 
You dirty elves. You dirty elves. You with dirty. your great clothing. <laughs> anyway. Dave's giving me the A-okay. really A-OK signal. Fucking hell. I think we saved it. <laughs> you sure that's not called the really good signal? Let's describe so what it. what you okay. do is... You make your circle <laughs> with a th- thumb mm-hmm. and your index finger. Yeah. Then the other three fingers sort they of... flare out. Flare out. Flare out is such a... No- I don't think it's ever been described so nicely. It's a bit like... Imagine a finger flare. The pistol at the start of James Bond where he walks in and you're going to shoot dun, Bond. Dun, dun, oh, dun, yeah. Just make dun, that dun, symbol dun, with your hand. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then let your other three fingers flare. What? Oh, yeah. And you got yourselves... <laughs> You got yourselves the good symbol. <laughs> you went from going, what? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, to I completely understand and that is correct. I, Within, yeah. I reckon, about three-fifths of a second. Fuck, four-fifths. You idiot. Guys, okay, focus. Ready? Okay. So, kid was presented with a letter of Mark, would it be? M-A-R-Q-U-E? Mark. Yeah. What else that could it be? seems like Mark. Yeah, yeah, you have the Ma- the Marcus. Mar- Marquis. Yeah. Marcus. So There's a letter of Mark, and it was signed personally by King William III of England. In the days, I'll tell you what it is, because I know that's the question you're going to ask. Does anyone know who King William III is? I'm fascinated by these old kings and queens. I don't know anything about any of them. He sounds like one that was not very special, and he wasn't. That's why none of us remember him. Probably. Please do go on. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about King William III. Do you know anything on the top of your head? I don't think I know. Mm. But there's so many of them. What? No. And this is the 17th century. There was a Shakespeare play about Richard III, right? Correct. Yep. I almost got excited. Third? Let's work back to the other part of that. Oh, no. No, wrong one. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. i got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate... Your last biscuit. I was that saving has been, them for my wedding. That has been stress. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. it was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit he, that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. Um, so in the in the uh, days of fighting sail, so like, you know, these, these days have been out in the ocean, a letter of Mark uh, was a government license authorising a person known as a privateer to attack and capture enemy vessels and bring them before uh, courts for condemnation and sale. Oh, fuck yeah. That's the James Bond license to kill. Get that okay, everything's okay symbol going. They're licensed to pirate, basically. They're still yeah. pirates, but they're like, 
licensed, they're like legal pirates, they're like yeah. good pirates. They've done their TAFE course, they yep. got their diploma, they've done their apprenticeship, yep. and now they've got their letter of mark. Yep, they got their letter of mark and it means you can go pirate, but in a, like, in a safe and um, legal way. Fuck you. I know, it's so... It feels like an oxymoron, legal pirate. It definitely pirating. is. Yeah. It definitely is. It's so weird. They're like licensed pirates. Um, I was going to sneeze and I didn't. Um... <laughs> just for those at home who wanted <laughs> just, to be kept up to date. I was like, what was that weird inhale there? <laughs> just me having a little spasm. Anyway, so the letter reserved 10% of the loot for the crown. And uh, Henry Gilbert's The Book of Pirates... Such a, what a legend for writing that book. The Book of Pirates. Um, in his book, he suggests that the king may have fronted some of the money for the voyage himself. And apparently Kidd and his acquaintance, Colonel Robert Livingston, orchestrated the whole plan and paid for the rest. Kidd actually had to sell one of the ships that he had to um, to help fund this quest. Yes. I'm so sorry. You Googled, didn't you? I was thinking the whole time. You piece of shit. One of the Williams you fucking... is William of Orange. And it is William the Third. Okay, great. Do you feel good about yourself now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I'd said something and I would look so clever. Orange is in the Australian town. Yeah, that's right. He came from the Australian town of Orange. Cool. That's so, fun. That's where, is that where the big Elvis um, competition is? In Orange? Yeah, I think it is. Big Elvis, um, well, the Elvis lookalikes go there once a year. Hmm. Have a big old festival. The biggest Elvis festival in the world. I think it's in Orange. If you're wrong, the people of Orange are going to be outraged. Or? Or pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> they didn't know start about organizing. it. <laughs> okay, so they've got, they've got their new ship now. It's all, it's all paid for. And the ship is By called... By William III. Okay, William of Orange. Okay, well, he paid a bit, mate. All right? Kid also sold a ship for this one. So the new ship was called Adventure Galley. Um, and it was well suited to the task of catching pirates. It weighed <laughs> over 284 tonnes. And it was equipped with 34 cannons, it had oars, and there was 150 men on board. Now, the oars were a key advantage as they enabled Adventure Galley to manoeuvre in battle when the winds had calmed and other ships were dead in the water. They could just be like, oh, let's keep moving, and they could because they had oars. Doesn't that feel like quite a basic feature that probably they all should have had? All right, Dave. Well, you go back to the late 1600s and maybe suggest that. Imagine having a... It's sort of like saying every car should have heated seats. Like, fuck you, you affluent East little prick. Right, Matt? Yeah. (laughs) Does every car not have heated seats? No, you princess. Show me one that doesn't. Mine. Well, Also, yours. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. So they're turning a ship into a rowboat. What a pain in the ass that must have been. How big must the oars have be? Have you not seen like the Viking big ships? Oh, yeah. Big oars, mate. Yeah, they're right. Big, they're not like little rowboat oars. That would suck. Yeah, it would. But there's 150 of them, so hopefully quite a few of them would be having a row. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is fun. This is this is a this is a fun little uh, part here. Okay, so he um, kid took pride in personally selecting the crew, and he chose only those who he deemed to be the best and most loyal officers. This is a little excerpt. I don't know who wrote this, but it's bloody great. It says, "As the adventure galley sailed down the Thames." Right. You said it right. <laughs> you nailed it. Have you been practicing in front no, of the I mirror? Just, like, I, I saw it and I went with my gut and I did it right. Thank God. As they sailed down the Thames, Kid unaccountably failed to salute a Navy yacht as custom dictated. The Navy yacht then fired a shot to make him show respect and Kid's crew responded with an astounding display of... Imp- oh, fuck, I can never say this. 
Uh, okay, basically they... they <laughs> I wanna, I'm so keen to hear what that word is. I'll just show you in a sec. Responded with an astounding display by turning and slapping their backsides in disdain. So they mooned them and slapped their own bums. That is awesome. And that's and these bums were hand-picked, remember? <laughs> he, before Don't this voyage, the bums. Before, before this Billy, voyage, the kid was hand-picking their bums? <laughs> yeah. That's no, good. good. Well, you've done well in this interview, but I need you to turn <laughs> around and now show me your bottom. Go on. Do it. Do it. Off you go. You could get this job. Remember, we're not paid, but we might get some loot. <laughs> oh, no. You will have to do some big rowing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of big rowing. Now, because of Kidd's refusal to salute, the Navy vessel's captain uh, retaliated by um, uh, pressing much of Kidd's crew into naval service. So he kind of like, he's like, all right, fine. Well, you're all, you're all in the Navy now. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> he just yelled that out, fine. You're in the Navy now! And they're like, ah, oh, oh, shit. Checkmate. So this left Kid with, like, less crew. <laughs> That's so, weird. That's so weird. He just took some of them off the boat. Yeah, so then he sailed to New York and captured a French vessel en route, as you do. Now, to make up for the lack of officers, Kid picked up replacement crew in New York, and the vast majority were known, um, were known and hardened criminals. <laughs> Some hardened asses. They had hardened asses. Lots of squats. Lots of squats. (laughs) (laughs) I got too excited about us saying the same thing there, didn't I? No, just the right amount. (laughs) Slapped your leg and like recoiled in disgust and excitement. (laughs) Well, the big moment. The big moment for us. Wowzers. (laughs) Anyway, they're hardened crooks. Some of them undoubtedly former pirates. Amongst Kidd's officers was his quartermaster, Hendrik van der Hule. Now, the quartermaster was considered like a second-in-command to the captain. Um, and van der Hule is also noteworthy because he may have been African or, or of African descent. And if, um, uh, if that's true, if he was of African ancestry, this fact would make him the highest-ranking uh, African, like African pirate so far identified. Oh. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Just a little, just a little uh, fun fact. And what's his name? Uh, Hendrik van Hendrik van der Hule. It's a good name. Solid name. It's a very good name. Very good name. In uh, in September of uh, 1696, I meant to say 1996. 1696, Kid weighed anchor and set course for the Cape of Good Hope. A third of his crew perished um, due to an outbreak of cholera. And the brand new ship developed many leaks, and he failed to find the pirates whom he'd expected to encounter off Madagascar. <laughs> you say he failed to find the leaks. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Put some duct tape over it. Um, <laughs> but he couldn't find any of the pirates. Could well, he's like, surely there's going to be pirates um, off Madagascar, so that's where he headed, and there weren't any there. Um, as it became obvious that his ambitious enterprise was, you know, failing, who isn't Madagascar. Some of the members of the New York City Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Very good. One of them played by Friendstar. Mm -hmm. I'm not helping you here. Who played... Give me the character at least. Uh, Chandler Bing. No. I know... No. Uh, He also played... I am not doing the OK symbol right now. Yes. He's in the, but he's in the OJ Simpson movie. Yeah. And he's in this podcast about army stuff. Is he? What's his fucking name? David. David Schwimmer. There we go. Which would be handy in a in a in a C type 
scenario. Yeah, you'll just <laughs> you could swim, swim along, swim to shore. Release the swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> so as it became obvious that this uh, this expedition was failing. Kidd became desperate to cover its costs, but once again he failed to attack several ships when given a chance, including a Dutchman and a New York privateer. Now, some of the crew deserted Kidd the next time the adventure galley uh, anchored offshore, and those who decided to stay on made constant open threats of mutiny. <laughs> You're dead, Kidd. I mean, fucking dead. I'm getting back on the ship, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> on the way back in. Oh, every, every time he's like, "Hey guys, um, yeah. I was just wondering, I was just wondering if uh, anybody wanted to maybe give me a hand in um, sweeping the poop deck." I'm like, "Oh, well, how about a mutiny? How's that sound? <laughs> yeah. How's that sound?" Oh no, I'll, I'll sweep it. I'll sweep it myself. I'll, I'll live to sweep. Yeah, great. Have, okay, have a good weekend. Yep, yeah, bye. That's how it went. That's how it went down. And then when it's they very leave, when they leave, he's like, "Yeah, you better believe I'm still the boss." <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, "Got him. Yeah. I showed them." Fuck yeah, got gotcha. you. He's cool. Um. Anyway, so then, uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that was that happening. And then on the 30th of October in 1697, kids' gunner William Moore was on deck sharpening a chisel. Oh no, this is not sounding good. When a Dutch ship appeared. Ah, on the horizon, a Dutch ship, they would have said. (laughs) (laughs) While sharpening a chisel, they were that casual about it. Ah, a Dutch ship. Hmm. Mm, That's interesting. Can't do that. Moore urged Kid to attack the Dutchman. Um, an act not only piratical. Wow, that is a sick word. Piratey. I reckon you. Sounds like you've coined it yourself, claimant. Piratical, but also certain to anger the Dutch-born King William. So he's like, no, I'm not going to attack William of Orange. There it is. He's a Dutch guy. Oh, there you go. Uh, calling that. We don't have orange. We don't have an issue with. The Dutch, so no, I'm not going to attack the Dutch ship, is what he was saying. Dutch are still very orange, right? All their sports teams are orange. Mm-hmm. Or the, yeah, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you for that. I didn't know. I didn't know that was what the orange thing was about. So no, orange goes way back. Yeah, I think they have one of the orangest uh, landscapes. Landscapes. <laughs> what does the orange connect to? I think feels like a like a it's national like a... color. Right. Just like we've got bloody green and gold, baby. Oh, by the way, Matt, the Elvis Festival, it's in Parks. That's what I said. So Parks, also home Very to close the to orange? satellite Will- dish. Will- William, yes. of- William of Parks. Ah. Honest, that's who you were thinking of. Thinking Are you of. now looking up why orange is... Why can't you just let things go? <laughs> we live in an age where you can think of something yeah, and then I find know an that. answer within seconds. But I've thought of something and written a report <laughs> on it and you don't need to be Googling things a little respect, during my Okay, sorry, I won't, I won't look. But is orange... I need now to I want to know. <laughs> yeah, quick, look it up. All right, everyone but, have a quick phone break. But Jess, you keep yep. going with the All report. Right. Okay, so, but this is an interesting part of the report. Oh, I'm yeah, listening. It sounds good. So the chisel is out. Chisel's out, and he said, Cap, we should attack that <laughs> ship. Hey, Cap, what do you reckon? Oh, Cap Kid. And Kid refused. He's like, no. And he's called more a lousy dog. No, you lousy dog. Well, I mean, he's a lousy dog because he's not a dog. Yeah? Yeah, he's not good at being a dog at all. Um, <laughs> he's such a shit dog, he's not even a dog. Now, Moore retorted, if I'm a lousy dog, you have made me so. You've brought me to ruin and many more. That is... Almost akin to, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> That's parody speak. I've looked up the oh, distance between sake. Orange and Parks, so you'll understand why I thought that it might have been in the same place. They're only 100 kilometres from each other. Oh, is that all? Which is small. That's pretty in a, small. In such a big country. Dave, now I want to know why it's orange. Before I tell you the, the exciting part of this story that you two have Exactly 100 kilometres. Fucking hell. 
<laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, I can. What are the odds? I can because I I live in Australia. I I know how. Is that? I don't I have no idea if that's that's not that far. Is it's it? not that far. Hundred k's. Bit over Do an that hour. in an hour if you were travelling at hundred k's an hour. Correct, you would. Yeah. Hmm. But I imagine like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to drive a hundred k's straight out of your driveway <laughs> in orange. <laughs> so let's you assume. Started <laughs> Let's assume there's a couple of 50 zones along the way. Yeah. I think a couple of traffic lights. Bloody nanny stayed up there. <laughs> and, then once, and then once you get out on the bloody road, yeah. you, get up to you might even get 110 in some yeah, parts. That's true. And that, well, actually, well, that shit, covers off that the driveway. <laughs> Dave, have you figured out why orange is the colour of the Netherlands? So the, well, one, one reason is that the house of Orange Nassau is like the house... Of the royal family. Right. But we don't know. Yeah, I'm just curious as to why it became that. But we maybe we can find that out in a future episode. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, it must have. There must be something. But it could be maybe just it's like... Maybe a family name. Yeah, I think it's a family name. For example, like, you know, the House of Windsor. Right. And it just coincidentally also was a colour. Or they invented the colour orange. They're like, oh, we've got a whole bunch of yellow. We've got a whole bunch of red. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Okay, so now we're all satisfied. We've all had a Google. We're all happy now. Look, I think we're we're close. <laughs> I'm happy. I reckon I'm I'm all ears. Are you? Forget Dave. It's all from that. Oh, look, I've googled it further. It's just the House of Orange. That's it. That's okay, it. so what was happening then? So we had the okay. lousy dog. L- lousy dog. He's got a chisel, which I think is important. He said, "Hey, Cap, let's attack those orange bastards on the horizon." And Cap has said. Shut up, you low dog. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Correct. Very and good. he replied, Chisels to the phone. I, I <laughs> Yoda? Raggy? Dog. Oh, I thought it was Yoda was on the ship. No, he's trying to be a dog saying mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> mutiny, we should. Um, shut up, dog. <laughs> You're a lousy dog. You're a lousy Not dog. a bad Yoda. You're a pretty good Yoda. <laughs> Mate, if I was you, I'd swap, I'd swap impressions. Yeah, or stop telling people it's a dog and just yeah. say it's Yoda. You can still do the same Yoda. thing, I reckon. But just... You're on the right track <laughs> of doing a Yoda impression. <laughs> anyway, so he says, I know you are, but what am I? And then Kid picks up and heaved an iron-bound bucket at Moore, and Moore fell to the deck with a fractured skull oh, and died the following day. Fuck oh, yeah, checkmate. Shit. You do not challenge me, dog. Now, 17th century English um, admiralty law allowed captains great leeway in using violence against their crew, but outright murder was not permitted. (laughs) I love it so much. It's a great sentence. Hey, 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 we'll turn a blind eye to a lot of things, but you can't bloody murder them. I mean, yeah, outright murder. Do you think throwing a bucket at someone is outright murder? That feels like an unlucky pirate to me. Mm. That's that's where it comes from. It sounds like a bit of an accident. He was just trying to play fetch with the lousy dog. He was just trying to, like, he was just going to... Catch this bucket. Oh, shit. He was just going to hurt him a little bit. Yeah. He fell on it. The odds of throwing a bucket at someone and killing them feel very remote. Yeah, agreed. And Uh, after all, he he had a chisel, so he could have... He was coming at him. Self-defense. He's off. Yeah, there you go. Packing heat. David Swimmer got him off again. OJ. Well, he apparently, uh, he apparently, kid wasn't all that concerned about it because he. Uh, if the bucket sorry, don't sorry. fit, you must acquit. <laughs> you have to quit. <laughs> if you buck it, yes. you must acquit. <laughs> Look, I should have stuck with my original, much catchier phrase. 
But I thought you were going to say there, like, um, uh, that the guy who was murdered, he didn't really mind. <laughs> no, he mind. He was dead. He, he mind. <laughs> oh, he mind. Oh, he mind. You say he minded. That's right, isn't it? He mind. He, yeah. he mound. He mound. <laughs> Mound big time. There is now a mound in his skull. Oh, he mound. Well, there's a mound of dirt on top of him because he's buried somewhere because he did. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) they'll probably throw him overboard, to be honest. Yeah, probably you're right. Which is a nicer way to go. Hmm. Um, More environmentally friendly. Yeah, exactly right. And then uh, uh, fish food. He'd be swimming with the fishes. (laughs) Swimmer with the fishes. Um, Anyway, yeah. So... That, but that so the sentence was that kid doesn't mind. He wasn't too concerned about it because, uh, and he said to somebody else that he had good friends in England that will bring me off for that. So I know like, a good lawyer. I've got a great. He's lawyer. like, yeah, I got connections. I'm not. Get, I'm, they're not going to get me in trouble for this. Um, and, and then we sort of get into the section of it's about um, some accusations that were made of piracy about him. So at this stage, keep in mind that he is he's a he's a licensed pirate. Right, he's, but, but he's he's failing though, is that right? No, he's doing fine. It's just his crew don't like him. His crew, but some of them have died of dysentery and they haven't found the guys they're supposed to get. They had cholera. It's different. Pardon it's me. It's fine. And that, it's not that they were... Yeah, they were just supposed to go out and just hunt pirates and the pirates were getting a bit sneaky. You know, like he was still doing his job and he's still he was still a licensed... My point is that he's a licensed pirate, but people are starting to make accusations of him being an, a naughty pirate. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a licensed pirate. He's a naughty pirate. He's one of the naughty ones. Hey, so, you guys, can I ask you something? Absolutely. Earlier in the episode, yes. I used the term basic bitch. Yes, you did. You guys didn't pull me up on it. Does that mean I used it correctly? Look, I'm not sure. I have no recollection. I was probably Googling ta- William of Orange. Well, you were talking about it being a baron is a basic bitch. I've, I've just, I thought... Have you been thinking about that this whole time? Not the whole time, but I'm like, did I get away with that? I, I don't know away? if you got I'm, away with it. But then I was remembering that this has all been recorded, so maybe I haven't gotten away with it at all. Not at all. And someone's hearing going, geez, he does not know what that means. No. Hey, don't worry about it. I've got some lawyers in England that could probably get you off this. They could bring me off for oh, yeah. this, which just sounds like a hand job again. Everything comes back to a hand job with this episode, as it should. I'm bringing you off. And then we're going to look at fighting those charges. <laughs> What a night. Um, acts of savagery. Which is also a, uh, is a, something a, a ranker king can give you. <laughs> acts of savagery on kids' part were reported by escaped prisoners who told stories of being hoisted up by the arms and beaten with a drawn cutlass. So, like, a cutlass is a sword, right? So if you're being beaten with a sword, is that just a stabbing? <laughs> I don't know how you can beat someone with a sword. Hiya! <laughs> You're using it wrong. It's like the flat edge of it, just like slapping it with yeah. it a bit. I don't know, you just look at someone and being like, you're the worst fucking pirate I've ever seen. Yeah. It's much better if you do this. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. God. Oh, interesting. They die much quicker this way. No, I'm pretty sure, Does that just mean he's just slapping them? He's like turkey slapping them with his sword. <laughs> don't say turkey slapping with his sword. That's not good at all. Stand by what I said. Well, I don't stand by what you said. So anyway, yeah, um, he's hitting him with his cutlass. Uh, apparently. And he was also declared a pirate very uh, very early in his voyage by a Royal Navy officer to whom he'd promised 30 men or so. Apparently, kids sailed away during the night to preserve his crew rather than subject them to the Navy. So, again, it was that, that situation where they were just going to take them and put them in the Navy. And he was like, yeah, great. You can have, like, 30 of my boys. Run, run. Start the boat. 
but you can't like it's no, it doesn't have an engine, <laughs> and they can't run anywhere either. <laughs> They're rowing very quietly. <laughs> they run into the water. Shit, <laughs> this has not worked out how I imagined. Not smart. Everyone's in trouble apart from David Schwimmer. <laughs> Swim. Um. Now. I looked up how to pronounce this and I've already forgotten how to, so I'm probably going to do it wrong. But on the 30th of January in 1698, he took his greatest prize, which was the 400-ton Queda merchant. Definitely wrong. It was in an Indian ship hired by an Armenian merchant that was loaded with satin, gold, silver, um, an incredible variety of East Indian merchandise, as well as extremely valuable silks. The captain was an Englishman named Wright who had purchased passes from the French, uh, sorry, from the French East India Company, promising him the protection of the French crown. After realizing the captain was a captain of the vessel was English, Kidd tried to persuade his crew to return the ship to its owner because he's like, oh no, that's okay, he's a, he's like one of us or he's fine, but then they refused, claiming that their prey, which is a weird word, um, was perfectly legal um, because. Kid was commissioned to take French ships, and this ship counted as French if it had French passes. So they're like, well, it's French, so we can take it. That's a real loophole. Big loophole. This, this pirates are way smarter than I imagined they were. But also I like that kids like, guys, come on. Hey, how about we... Do- no, nah, let him go. He's in English. Go it's just on, a- give him the keys. Come on, that's enough. And then they're like, nah. No, we're taking it. He's like, like, oh, no, come on, guys. Hey. I'm really sorry I turkey slapped you with my sword. Hey. If I just give you the keys, will you just forget about it? It's like a mum pleading with her, like she's got triplet boys who are just little shits. <laughs> it's like, come come on, Tyson, get down from... Why are you on the bench again? Get down. Hey. You know, it's like that. That's how I'm Stop imagining it. Stop stealing that ship, Stop Tyson. stealing that ship, Tyson. Stop hitting your brother. What are the other triplets' names? Gary. Oh, yeah. Kevin. Oh, they really ran out of the steam there. Yep. Wait, wait, so you're happy with Tyson and Gary, <laughs> yeah. and then to you, Kevin is running out of steam. <laughs> Jeez, I had momentum up <laughs> early. Oh, boy. Tyson, wow. Gary, yes. <laughs> Kevin, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. Tyson, wow. How original. <laughs> Sorry, he's stealing ships and his name's Tyson. Wow, oh didn't see that coming. <laughs> So, um, in an attempt to maintain his tenuous control over his crew, Kidd gave in and he kept the ship. Um, and when the news of this reached England, it confirmed Kidd's reputation as a pirate and various naval commanders were ordered to um, pursue and seize the said Kidd and his accomplices for the notorious piracies they had committed. So, them taking on a ship that was captained by an Englishman who's like one of them... The Navy were like, mm-mm, now you're officially a bad boy. And not one of the cool bad boys. Not like Hollywood's bad boys. <laughs> Just an actual bad boy. <laughs> Who are Hollywood's bad boys? Okay, Johnny Depp. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. dogs into Australia. Yeah, and the drugs. On oh, the trucks. Robert Downey Jr. Because of the drugs. Right. Uh, bad boys. Joaquin Phoenix. Right, bad boys. Mel Gibson because of the many slurs. The Russell Crowe because of the phone throwing. Oh, yes. That was a good one. Um, bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? Will Smith. Yeah. he. Uh, yeah. Uh, Martin Lawrence. They are literally Hollywood's bad boys. And bad boys too, like, as well. I like bad boys too better, to be honest. Oh, back in the habit. <laughs> <laughs> Knew that would get it. Bad boys too, back in the habit. Um, okay, so... 
he uh, kid kept the French the, the French passes from from the ship that they'd taken over um, because he thought um, he kind of thought that that would would like if anybody questioned him as to why he'd taken it, he'd be like, oh no, they had French passes, they're French, and then everybody mm-hmm. would be like, oh that's okay, then you're not a bad pirate, you're a good licensed pirate. Um, so he held on to those, and he renamed the ship Adventure Prize, and he set sail for Madagascar. So he... <laughs> I love the idea of all this ship rena. Do they have like a ceremony? He comes out and he goes, "I've decided to call it Adventure Prize." Or he just sends out a newsletter around the ship, or like <laughs> they all read it. And go, guys, Shut guys, me. just pop you, just put your breakfast down for a sec. Okay, quick, few quick things. Uh, number one, Johnson's birthday. Happy birthday, Earl. We'll have cake after breakfast. Number two. <laughs> Who, you can stab with cutlasses. Whose so. turn was it to sweep the poop deck? Because I have done it eight times. There's 150 of us on here. I Come on, guys. We've got to shed a load of it. Mutiny. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. All right. I'll do it again. But I'm just saying a little bit of help would be nice. All anyway, right. Call up the mutiny. Thank you. And thirdly, um, I've changed the name of the ship. No, stop groaning. It's fine. I know. The other one was too hard to pronounce for a girl in 400 years' time to pronounce on a podcast. We'll figure out a podcast out at a later I'm going to start groaning because I've got to get a new tattoo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I wonder if they voted for it, you know, or did he just decide? All right. Uh, we've got two finalists, uh, Adventureland and... Um, Tyson. Wonder, wonder who thought of that one. Good one, Tyson. Or we could come to a compromise. Get everyone to Adventure vote Adventure prize. <laughs> Tyson? Good. Tyson it is. He says yes. <laughs> he says yes. Tyson says yes. He's the boat now. <laughs> everyone in Tyson. Everyone on Tyson. <laughs> I'm going to sweep his poop deck. <laughs> then we'll jump in. All aboard. Anyway. Um, so they headed for Madagascar, and they got there um, in April of, of uh, 98. And uh, here he found the first pirate of his voyage, Robert Culliford. Does that name ring a bell at all? Yes. The, the dirty dog. He stole his ship years before, and um, he was aboard his uh, boat, which was called Mocha Fra- Frigate. Frigate. Mocha. Anyway. Oh, Should have called it Tyson. Should have called it Tyson. <laughs> There's two contradictory accounts of what happened here. Um, According to the General History of the Pirates, which is a fantastic book that was published more than 25 years after the event, um, Kidd apparently made... uh, It was quite peaceful, and they had had drinks, and they were like, hey, we're buddies, woo! Right, it was all fine. Another account appears to be based on the testimony of a couple of Kidd's crewmen, and it says that... um, uh, he he didn't know that Culliford only had about 20 crew with him and so he sort of felt like they were ill-manned and ill-equipped to take on the ship. So they waited until their other two ships in their fleet arrived, waited for reinforcements and then they attacked. Then they attacked Culliford. Yes, yep. Um, uh, but then uh, his crew, despite their previous eagerness to seize any available prize, they refused to attack Culliford and threatened instead to shoot Kidd. <laughs> So it's like you just uh, it's a mess. Right. So it could be either it's either a party. Yeah, or not a party. Not a party at all. Okay. Very strange. Now both accounts though depending on which story you go for, both accounts though do agree that most of Kid's men now abandoned him for Culliford. Um only 13 remained with Adventure Galley, which is the the main the main oh, ship. Do you reckon Tyson left? Oh, definitely Tyson. Oh, Best any to chance go. to jump ship or jump Tyson, I should say. <laughs> Anyway, um, 
deciding to return home, Kid left the adventure galley behind, ordering her to be burnt because she'd become worm-eaten and leaky. No, that's no reason to set fire to her. Um, before burning the ship, he was able to salvage every last scrap of metal, such as hinges. Got to get in and get all those hinges. Get all the doors off. Do they have doors, do you reckon? Yeah. Well, what else would there be hinges on? Windows. There it is. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, one of those uh, window hinges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with the royal... Uh, no, the loyal... <laughs> the loyal remnant of his crew, he returned to the Caribbean aboard the Adventure Prize. So they're heading, they're heading in. So did he not just burn that ship? No, they, they burnt Adventure Galley. The first ship. Oh, sorry, they sorry. They still have Adventure Prize, so that's where that's right. what. He's but on. they kept the hinges. How the mighty have fallen! Yeah, they once had two thousand pounds in in sterling, mm. and now they're getting. Grab the hinges. Get them. <laughs> oh shit! Now, prior to returning to New York City, Kid learned that he was a wanted pirate, and that several English men of war were searching for him. Realizing that Adventure Prize was a marked vessel, he um, he ditched it. In the Caribbean and continued towards New York aboard a sloop. I looked up a sloop. It's just like a small ship. <laughs> There's another Fun boat. Name. Don't know where he got it, but sloop. It's got a sloop. Um, he deposited some of his treasure on Gardner's Island, hoping to use his knowledge of its location as a bargaining tool. Like if anybody comes at him, he could be like, "Well, I know where there's treasure. I know where the hinges are. I know. I know where the hinges are. <laughs> There's at least thirty-six hinges. That's... Don't murder me. <laughs> that would work. I'm worth more to you alive." <laughs> Now, Bellamont, who was an investor in the original um, journey, he was away in Boston and aware of the accusations against Kidd, he uh, was quite afraid of being implicated in piracy himself and knew that presenting Kidd to England in chains was his best chance to save himself. So he lured Kidd into Boston with false promises of clemency and then ordered him arrested on the 6th of July, 1699. He was placed, so Kid was placed in stone prison, spending most of the time there in solitary confinement. His wife, Sarah, or Triple P, as you like to call her. <laughs> hey, as history likes to call her. <laughs> she was also imprisoned, but I don't know why. So Triple P's in P. <laughs> yeah, she's called Triple P. Thank you. Hey, is anyone else getting excited about the turn of the century coming up? Every time you say a year, I'm like, <gasps> it's so close to seventeen hundred. Ooh, will it be the eighteenth century? <laughs> it's so exciting. Will he live to see the day? The conditions of Kid's imprisonment were extremely harsh and uh, appeared to have driven him, at least temporarily, insane. Just had a bout of insanity, as we all do. Um, by then, Bellamont had turned against Kid and other pirates, writing that the inhabitants of Long Island's of Long Island were a lawless and unruly people protecting pirates who had settled among them. Um, so after over a year, Kidd was sent to England for questioning by Parliament and they found him, I like they say, they found him politically useless. So the two sides of government were sort of trying to see how they could use this to their benefit, but there wasn't really a way to, like, to use it. So instead they just um, made him stand trial before the High Court and uh, for charges of piracy on high seas and for the murder of William Moore. I mean, it's just like he threw a bucket. I mean, oh, the bucket guy. The bucket guy was another William Moore. He had a, a bloody chisel. Yeah. Um, now, whilst awaiting trial, Kidd was confined in the infamous Newgate prison and wrote several letters to King William requesting clemency. Just like, hey, Will, Will again. Uh, quick thing. Uh, how are you? Firstly, not to be rude. How are you? Are you well? Um, I'm good. Thank you for asking. I assume you did. Hey, quick thing. <laughs> Clemency. Circle Y or M. <laughs> Where are we at on that? Where are we at on the clemency? Can I have it? Please. If I can have it, I'd love it. I'd love a little bit of clemency. You know, if you've got any spare. 
Going to Brooklyn, lying around. Anyway. I could use some. The saddest thing was the king couldn't read. Completely wasted time. he was time. Dutch. Mm. Can't read. Notoriously. Anti-readers. Anti-readers. They hate it. Um, now, Kidd had two lawyers to assist in his defence. He was shocked to learn at his trial that he was charged with murder. He did not know that he was being charged with murder. He's like, what? These lawyers sound pretty bad. But also, they've come like, in, they've cancelled cancelled him, they've never even said what the charge is. He's thinking that it's like, you know, theft or something. And he walks in. Theft murder. Of a bucket. David Schwimmer didn't say anything about this. Yeah, no. Nah. He was like, oh, murder, what? But... Yeah, dude, you murdered someone. Um, and he was found guilty on all charges. So it was murder and five counts of piracy. He was hanged on the 23rd of May, 1701. He made yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You just, you're celebrating somebody getting hanged. No, making it to the 1700s. Oh, cool. Um, he was, do you want to know where he was hanged? Yeah. Ooh. At execution dock. That makes sense to me. does make sense. That adds up. That's in London. During the execution, this is awful, the hangman's rope broke and Kid was hanged on the second attempt. Wasn't there a thing where if it didn't work, yeah, then it's like an America, act of God? Or is like, that America? Yeah. Oh, this is London. There we go. I was like, but... Was it, I think that maybe was in one of our past stories. Yeah, there's a thing like that, isn't there? Yeah, is that a real thing? I vaguely remember that. Anyway, so but it doesn't apply here because they definitely hanged him and his body was uh, g- gibbeted. Do you know what that means? Gutted. Right. No, that's what I thought. When I, and then I was like, oh, I'm took gonna, his giblets out. I'm going to click on the giblets. hyperlink to figure it out. Oh, but I don't great! Want to. Exciting. What is it? Uh, but it's not that. It's just that they um, like publicly display your body, and so it was just um, hanging over the Thames for three years as a warning to future would-be pirates. That yeah. is a long time. That's a long time. And what that's happens at the end of the three years? That's long enough. That's going to be a there'd smelly be rotting that it just yeah. Would... It would fall off. It's just decomposed and yuck. Don't act it out, Maddie. <laughs> anyway. It's so hard to act out decomposition. It is hard. Is that... It's something that takes a while to act out because it's so it's just such a slow process. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. Um, so kids, backers, all the people that... Um, that put money into yeah, this. Yeah, what about the Lords, the Sir, the Earl and John? Well, they were quite embarrassed by his trial. <laughs> and far from rewarding his oh, loyalty. No. They're so embarrassed. Ooh, our man was murdered. Ooh, embarrassing. Yeah, this is even before. So they could have probably stepped in. So far from rewarding his loyalty, they participated in the in an, um, the effort to convict him by depriving him of the money and information which might have provided him with some legal defence. So in particular, the two sets of French passes that he had kept were missing at his trial. Um, so they could have actually been kind of helpful. They were found years later, just misfiled with other government papers in a London Whoopsie. building. Whoopsie! Mm-hmm. Oh, did I lose those? Oh, whoops. Um, along with the papers, many goods were brought from the ship and soon auctioned off as pirate plunder, and they were never mentioned in the trial at all either. Pirate plunder. Hmm. Now, for years, people and treasure hunters have tried to locate the... Mysterious um, missing hinges. No, the, the ship the ship that he abandoned, the one, the, the one that I can't pronounce that then became Adventure Maze. <laughs> oh, that sounds Adventure fun. Maze. Does. Um, uh, it was reported on December 13, 2007, that a wreckage of a pirate ship abandoned by Captain Kidd in the 17th century has been found by divers in shallow water off the Dominican Republic. Now, the water in which the ship was found 
was less than 10 feet deep and was only 70 feet off Catalina Island, just to the south of uh, La Romana on the Dominican coast. So it's like not far off the coast. And no one found it. There it is. People have been looking for 300 years. Oh, hang on. What's that? Oh, there it is. They found it. So they found the ship. How tall was it? Was it nine feet tall? Because it was in ten feet of water. I mean, I'm it guess- like it could have been pretty visible. I don't think, to be perfectly fair, Maddie, I don't think it was just a full ship. I think they just found part of it. I'm picturing the full ship. The full ship. It's ready to go. Like, you, if you bring it out of the water, put pop it on top. Just let it dry out ready a, bit, to go. a bit, do you reckon? Because it's probably a bit waterlogged. It's, it's there floating. It's just, it's just sitting there. Just sitting there. So, yeah, that um, that concludes... The story of Captain William Kidd. Well done, JP. But do do you think that he was hard done by? Ah, oh, look. Because it sounds like that he was doing a bit of murdering himself. Well, he, for did, example, he did a murder. An eye for an eye, a bucket for a bucket. He did one murder. I mean, that's But he did not... a bit of piracy, though. Yeah, I think he was a bit... I think he was probably a little bit spineless in that he was like, guys, just like me. And they were like, nah. You know? <laughs> that's what I think. Nah. nah. He, yeah, it's hard to tell because it's such a different time. It's because they let him do so, like, the funny, the lines they draw. This is fine. This is worthy of you being dead. I like the idea of licensed pirates, though. That's super funny to me. Yeah. I like that a lot. Anyway, so yep, that's my that's my report, which brings us to the end of our uh, first week back in the studio. Oh, what, what a what a way to come back to the studio! Yep. Bit of piracy, couple of buckets, it's all happening. Shitting in cannons, so Shitting good. In cannon. Poop cannons. Mm. I love pirates. <laughs> I love the story. I love. So I'm going to call stories. my butt from now on, Matt. Your poop cannon. My poop cannon. Nah. Don't nah, reckon. I don't reckon. Yep, the old poop cannon's a bit backed up. It's going to take it out back. <laughs> Get the ball out of there. Fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to think of, and I couldn't think of what this phrase was. I was going to be like, land home? <laughs> That's land a, different, a different term. <laughs> That's, That's a violent, it's a violent <laughs> shot. Shots fired! <laughs> anyway, uh, we need to do what we do at the end of every episode. Which is thank some lovely people that support our show through Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. You make the ep- uh, episodes possible for us to keep happening every single week. and uh, We, we like keep th- happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'd like to thank one person from each episode. What? <laughs> Do you mean one person each? <laughs> and I would like to thank... I would like to thank um, James Bond. That's the <laughs> person I'd like to thank from a few... I would like to thank Queen Elizabeth. Matt? Matt, who would you like to thank from an episode? Willie Wills. Ah, yeah. From episode two. Great. Okay, well, um, that's us then. Actually, uh, episode four, Dave. Good night. (laughs) Episode five. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Certainly, I don't. No one here does. Dave, uh, kick it off. So what we do is we actually thank one person each from our uh, Patreon. And I would like to thank someone that is from North Hollywood, California. What? Imagine putting that on uh, your, your address. You're you know, you're filling out forms. North Hollywood. Yeah, is it Brad Pitt? It is. The original bad boy himself. <gasps> no. He's done the dogs. He's done the trucks. He's done, He's done dogs. the dogs. <laughs> Get out of my head, man. Oh, I'm so sorry to this guy. Only you and Hollywood. I would have thought that. <laughs> Hollywood bad boy or bad girl. Oh. I'd like to thank Chase Takao. Which is an incredible, like, ready for an action movie. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Maybe so they good. are. Maybe they're an aspiring uh, 
actor. Definitely. Or accomplished actor that I am not did aware of. Did you say inspiring yeah, actor? Yeah, he did. Or which aspiring. is also true, yeah, Matt. Yeah, I bet. No, I'm wonder- I just wasn't sure which <laughs> angle he was I'm inspired in. by yeah. uh, Chase Tackow. Thank you so much for your support. Chase Tackow. We, that is a sick name. We would love to go to North Hollywood, wouldn't we, and do an episode? Oh yes. Oh, my God, yes, absolutely. What, what, I don't know. I know Hollywood. I don't know what North Hollywood is. That, is that where the Fresh Prince lived? Is that Bel Air? I'm actually so, sure. <laughs> so I'm, just like, I'm just bagging things into everything. It's fine. I'm a professional. Um, uh, I would like to thank someone as well, if that's oh. okay with you. Yeah, Do, do you mind? I'm into it. Would you like that? I'd love it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, I would like to thank um, from all the way from Wyoming. <gasps> what's something? What do you know about Wyoming? Um, it starts with a W. What's a What's a big? Is that a town or a state? Why are you asking me these questions? Oh, I'm just curious. David, no, because he knows about geography. I wasn't really asking you, Dave. Wyoming. <laughs> I, think I know about. I know Wyoming writer was is quite a good actress. <laughs> Oh, shocker. Well, I think think it's a state, but it's probably also, because they all have different ones. But is that the state name? Is that written there? Yes. Yes. All the way from Wyoming. Fuck. I'm so sorry. It feels like I should know something about Wyoming. Okay, well, can I just thank the person who probably knows heaps about Wyoming because she lives there. I would like to thank Amber McDaniel. Oh, my God. Is this the best name ever, Dave? That's such a good name, right? Amber McDaniel. Are you looking up Wyoming now, are you? No. You are a little bit, aren't you? For there Amber? is a Wyoming in Australia as well. I think they have a massive Elvis lookalike festival. Is that, right? <laughs> is that correct? Am I? Dave, that was very quick. Am I talking out of turn? <laughs> Matt was not listening. Do you know the listening. capital of Wyoming? Cayenne. Cheyenne. That's, oh. where, that's where... Cayenne. I'm pretty sure that's where Amber's from. Have a is look. That, you would pronounce that Cayenne. Oh, yep. my God. Stop insulting Amber's... I'm not insulting her. I'm I loving fe- every minute of it. I feel like I would be. Anyway... Thank you so much, Amber. You're an absolute champion. Thank You're you. a legend. If it, if if it, if you guys don't mind, can I um, thank someone as well? Oh I'm my afraid That's all we have time for. I want to complete the triptych. Triptych, Matt. Please, I would love for you to thank someone. I'd love to thank this guy's name starts mm-hmm. with a blaze of glory, and it finishes in the most common name in the world. But right. okay. maybe not the most common Start name in the strong. world, but maybe the most common name in bon Australia. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Curtis oh. Smith. Ah, Curtis is fun. Smith yeah. is also fun. It's fun. Have you seen the Sounds film like Mr. and Mrs. Smith? That's a fun film. This guy's, I have. This guy's British. He's from Dorset. If, I don't know if that's how they're acting. Dorset. I don't think that's right. Isn't it? Nah. I'm from uh, Curtis Smith from Dorset. Are you uh, doing um, Hot Fuzz right now? Not sure. That's You kind of are. Anyway. Curtis Smith from Dorset. Yeah, that's it's all right. fun. Good stuff. Let me know if that's right, Curtis. Thanks, Curtis. Did I nail it? Smith, Smithy, Smith Dog. Smith Dog. Hey, are you? I would love to know uh, if you're okay with. It feels like you've got you've sort of got the uh, the the short straw having me be the one to thank you. I bet you wanted Dave. I bet you wanted Dave, and I bet you what? Should Dave, we just get Dave to do all of them? We just? will start taking requests on no, who we'd like to thank. No, that's too complicated. Oh, no, it's so that's hard. so hard. Dave, can you just come up with a nice little play on words for Curtis? Well, that's Smith, not fair please? because Amber didn't get one then. Oh no! Yeah, this is too much. Amber, um, I, 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 I'll never wait to give Amber a compliment. What? Amber's the. That's the. It means it's yellow on the traffic lights. Oh, my God. That was so dumb. 
Or no, it was dumb. I would like to thank Curtis for paying us the courtesy ah, of supporting the See, show. Leave it to Dave. I touched Dave's hand then accidentally. Sorry, Dave. That's fine. <laughs> Enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, that's don't stop, stop, Matt. Stop. You're doing your thinking face. You've done enough damage. That's the end. We're done. I've just noticed oh, that Amber no. might also be Aaron McDaniel. So I'd also like to make sure Aaron gets his love too. Okay, thanks, Amber Aaron. and Aaron. <laughs> Stop winking at Dave. I will not. I'm giving Matt the uh, good job signal, Dave, which is similar to the James Bond thing please, we discussed earlier. Please wrap it up because uh, that he's is the me. end of the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can get in contact with us at any time at DoGoOnPod for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can get in contact. Email DoGoOnPod at gmail.com, patreon.com slash DoGoOnPod if you would like Matt to thank you and possibly an, a, a second name that probably has nothing to do with your name, <laughs> like Aaron. <laughs> I'd like to uh, pay the listener the courtesy by wrapping up this episode. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with another report. But until then, we will say goodbye. Bye. Hey, um, if I could just have your attention for just a few moments. Matt. Get, get on to us at, at Do Go On Pod on all these social media. I yeah, love you all. Dave already did that. Look, I'm just saying get on to us and address it to me. Bye has to be the last thing they hear. So oh, hurry up and wrap up. Laters. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.